Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Dirt roads to rock crawling. Tuba chuck to screaming eagle. Moonshine to 50-year-old single ball. We talk about it all here on Wheelin' Wine and Whiskey with your hosts, Jason and Chris. Welcome to Wheeling Wine and Whiskey, episode 139 in studio. Wait, Chris. Chris? What, what, what? We're not in a studio. Where are we? We are in a studio. It's just a bad. We are in a fabbing badass studio. We are in the bomber hangar once again. Yes, we are. With Randy Slauson and Amber Turner. Woohoo! Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for letting us back in. We didn't know if we were going to be allowed back in after last time. Oh, man. (laughs) But I guess we bring alcohol and bribe ourselves in, so it works out pretty good. We are surrounded by an enormous amount of awesomeness. How? No, tell me, how cool was it when you walked in to the hangar here and Uh your jaw dropped and you were starting to drool? Um, Just a little bit. I mean, between the welders, the freaking lathe. Brand new lathe. And not even, that's just the stuff that builds the stuff that's sitting on the How about all those king shocks hanging on the wall over there? I'm telling you, I I got a little. uh, And then, and then you, then you got four cars in the, four race cars, four race cars in the shop. Yes, sir. That's like three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. I'll I'll give it three and a half. (laughs) There's there's three and a half. There's a samurai uh, on. Samurai one tons that's like jacked up. It looks good. I haven't Samurai seen so it's running. 30, she's in a run. You're gonna run thirty fives now, right? Well, three fifteens, but same, 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 same thing. Yeah. Cool. All right, we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, this is this is super cool. We're back in the hangar, back in uh, in Randy's land, back in the saddle again. Sitting here with Randy Slauson, three time king, maybe the four four time king soon. Not is that maybe. Cool? Will that curse him? No. Cross yeah. your fingers. Hopefully, it's gonna be four. Back to back, fourth. How great would that be? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I never like to make any claims. Just like to say, I'm going to do the best that I can. There you go. Well said. So um, let's just get right into this this new 4,400 uh, 4, car. Sitting, well, there's a 4,800 car behind right, me. Too, right behind 40, you, yeah. No. So Randy's going to race the 4,800 on... Uh, Friday and then Saturday, the big show. You're going to race the 4400, obviously. So you got a brand new 4400 car here that you said has less than a couple hundred miles on it. And what, talk about it. What, what's what's uh, what's new and exciting? Come on, I saw a couple <laughs> things on it. <laughs> <clears throat> Let the man well, talk. <laughs> mostly, it's just a new car. Um, this year, we we're trying some 3.5 uh, bypasses. I was talking to a rebay the the King shock tuner wizard. I said, what do I need to do to go faster? And he said, bigger shock. So I was like, well, let's do it. So it has 3.5 bypasses this time around. 
it'll look just the same to everybody. Uh, just another super clean, super simple bomber car. And simple is key. And I made that comment earlier when I was checking it out. I'm like, it's just like whatever needs to be there is there. What doesn't is not there. There's it's and it's, it fucking looks good just sitting there too <laughs> without the panels on it and just the raw, raw chassis, <laughs> you know, you're, you can see everything, right? Oh yeah, no, it's naked. So, um, but one thing that, that I noticed, uh, that, that was new that I noticed was the, uh, the front anti-sway there. That that's pretty sexy. Yeah. I've been, um, tinkering with that. I had it on a 44 car a couple of years ago and, and then I went away from it and decided that that wasn't the way to go. So, it's set up like my 48 car. It's through the firewall <clears throat> and it sticks out basically the bars behind the engine and it goes through the firewall and down onto the, to the front links and it, it packages nicely. It's kind of a pain for the tin work and stuff because <laughs> it makes bet. it a little more complicated, but yeah, it works really nice. Yeah. And then, um, that, that, uh, talk about the, uh, engine you got in there. Cause that thing, what'd you say is pumping out about 600? Yep. <clears throat> um, I've basically been doing this engine now. I think I've had three of them that are just tell them, tell CBM, build me the same thing. That worked great. So it's a LS three block and LS three heads and, um, a Josh cam and it's a stock LS three intake and it's a four in it, four inch, 100 or four and eighth. I'm foggy on that. Um, stroker crank that makes it a four twenty five cubic inch. Gosh. And it's about 11 or 11, two to one, which is like right there on the cusp and needing race gas, but I can still run it on pump. Nice. But you're going to run race gas. I'm going to do brew something, little, little mix. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> going to brew something. Yippee-ki-yay. Yippee-ki-yay, mofo. That's right. That's right. Um, and then uh, transmission is uh, 480. Yeah. Uh, Maximum built me a 480E. Uh-huh. I'm still hung up on the full computer controlled setup. It the computer can do it way better than I can and I don't want to have to think about it or command all those shifts myself, okay. especially on an endurance race. So there's a lot of guys that <clears throat> are doing the manual valve body four hundred, but for myself I really like my four lady. Oh, interesting. So it is it is fully automatic. I mean you can you obviously can downshift into first, second, third, but, but just no reason to. You you don't you don't it shift drives, much out there? Drives just like your tow rig. You just put it in drive and go. Put it in drive and go. <laughs> I hell I can even do That's that. Freaking great. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I I I don't know why. I just thought it was always manual valve body. No. Nope. Oh, that's freaking awesome. There's a lot of people that are intimidated by it. Um don't don't want to figure out how to make the electronics work, but Josh does a really good job and um, I love it. Oh, that's cool. So that's why I run all of them. And then uh, Atlas transfer case, correct. And what's the uh, gear reduction on that on the low it's range? Two to one. Two to one. Okay, it'll go about eighty in low range. Eighty in low range. <laughs> does your Jeep even do eighty in high range, uh, Chris? I don't even want to know if it does. <laughs> I know the Suzuki Samurai doesn't over here. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Top speed to push that thing off. Oh, oh, I'm I'm sixty-six. Gear. Okay, sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> the desert. Um, no, and then of course, spider track, uh, axles, uh, what, uh, what gear ratio in those? Um, the diffs are 543, 543, man with 40 inch tires, brand new meat sitting over there. I know. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's good to be the king. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's good to be the king, but, um, yeah, the packaging and the, just the, those bypasses and then the coilovers and, uh, man, it's looking good. Other than that, though, there's 
you you just like, hey, just another car I built and not much different. There really isn't a whole lot of difference. <clears throat> We've tweaked a few minor little things. It has um, aluminum tube works diffs front and back in it. I haven't run those in the past. So we shaved um, 20 pounds per end of unsprung weight off the car. Wow. So what um, does the car weigh? Do you know? Have you had it on the I scales haven't, yet? I haven't had this one on the scales yet. I anticipate it will be 4,200. Wow. Um, but I don't know. Okay. What uh, what's what's your tech um, picture look like to get banded? Has that already happened? Or are you waiting? No, we've got a um, tech appointment on the lake bed for oh, the two do. cars. Okay. Right on. So what's uh, with USAC coming in? I mean, I think it's a good thing. Uh, what what are your thoughts on on them coming into this thing? Or is that I shouldn't ask that. I am completely <laughs> I like neutral. I have no opinion. Okay, Switzerland. Uh, yeah, no, wow. it, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It, it's a it wild is more card, expensive. It yeah. is more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I think it cost me almost six grand to enter two cars. Holy smokes. And what did it cost in the past? Oh, man. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, okay. But it is more expensive. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, it's a commitment. Not, not only, I mean, no. Racing's not cheap. No, no, we know oh, that. No, no. Yeah, Arturo but, said the same. Said it says it every time. Throw the credit card up on the dash. Yeah, you know. And so, roll. so um, when was the last time you roast, uh, raced two cars back in seventeen? Yeah, sixteen and seventeen. We had a Legends car. Okay, but I sold it after that, and we haven't had one since. Right. So what what's um, having going back to racing in the forty eight hundred class just to get more seat time on the the course or what what was your what were you thinking this year? Well, I'd started on the car um, in twenty, and it just kind of got put away as King of the Hammers came around and and um, I had a few people interested in buying it and nobody came through, so we ended up finishing it up and taking it to Mexico. And I'd sold the 44 car, so I didn't have a car. So we raced 48 in Mexico. Okay, that's right. Um, and the car's absolutely killer. It's so much fun. Um, the IBPs on it are working killer. And it's a 600-horse stroker, just like the 4400 car. And we <clears throat> took it down there, pulled it out of the trailer, never been in the dirt, and set the pole um, <laughs> at the first race. So that was super fun. Nice. And I didn't want um, Chase Caprera to have all the fun. Right. When King of the Hammers, so... <laughs> I figure That's I'll, great. I'll go push him around a little bit, see what happens. <laughs> there we go. There are a number of 48 so, oh, uh, shit, bombers now. I'm, I couldn't even tell you, but there's probably at least five racing this year. Oh, at in least. Legends. Yeah. The 4800 class. Well, and how then, does that, that's got to make you feel pretty awesome. I mean, it's to think that your, your handiwork is, you're competing against your, your own. <laughs> I mean, it, it brings it down to the driver's skill at that point, right? A little bit. Yeah. Still, still a lot goes into, you know, luck and having a good day, but yeah, some driver skill involved, I'd like to think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, to th- to, I mean I'm going to be keeping a close eye on what goes down this, uh, this year at King of the Hammers. It's going to be pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. Two weeks. 13 days. 13 days. 13 days. Is that when the 13 days till when the, the gates open? Yeah. No, but now we're time traveling, so it's going to be, uh, this release is on Tuesday. So three days from doodly, now. Doodly, doodly. So ten days. <laughs> ten days. Ten days. So that's thirteen minus three. So um, Chris brings up a good a good aspect there. It's like you know you're out there racing with cars and chassis that you built, 
um, and you pass them or whatever. I mean, that's that's got to be a pretty cool feeling. It's one thing to build a car and race it and win. It's got to be a whole nother level to be having other chassis out there that are, are racing against you. Um, and, and people that you obviously know and, and have relationships with, uh, but when the helmets go on, it's, it's, uh, it's go time. Just all part of the family, part yeah, of the team, part of the family, part of the team. I like it. Part of the family. That's a good answer. Part of the family. Bomber family. So you got the Wicks. The Wicks are uh, heavily uh, involved in the Bomber family and uh, we got his car sitting over here. Eric's, yeah. Uh, car. Looking uh, sexy with the red wheels. Notice Eric's not standing here wrenching on it. No, wheels. no. And there's a lot of stuff missing there. So I don't know, Eric, you better get get over here and start working on your car. <laughs> I know he's got two other projects that he's trying to bring to hammers. So he, he's Eric? got a plateful too. Yeah. yeah no. Is he bringing his, his, his uh, trail buggy too? I, th- I believe he's trying to bring that one. That and a beater Toyota, from what I understand. And a beater Toyota? Yeah. Aren't all Toyotas beaters? I was going to well, say. Just, Justin has the the Forerunner. Eric has two trail buggies. Okay. The Bomber trail buggy and the, the other one. Yeah. Well, he, there you go. When I've been, Either way, I've been moral of the story, he's got his hands full too. Right, right, right. No, it's, it's all hands on deck right now. So, okay, Amber, let's, uh, let's give Randy a break to have some bourbon here. Uh, so what? Uh, let's talk about your car real quick. It's in pieces. It's... It doesn't have wheels on it like all these other cars in the the shop. So what's those, so you got brand new axles? Those are brand, sex, new, brand axles. new to you. Rovers, yep. I'm saying Samurai one tons. Yeah, Toyota axles. Factory housings for now, and uh, I mean stock front and rear axle shafts. I've got Randy kicked my ass and doing disc brake conversion the other day, so that's on it now. Oh, you didn't have disc brakes before? Oh, well, not in the rear. Okay, so yeah. you had drum rear uh, yeah, disc yeah. front. Okay. Um, Is that a Hemi out of the sorry. hood? <laughs> A Hemi? A Hemi. <laughs> you want it's me to bump hamster. up a class? Half a Hemi. <laughs> hamster, not Hemi. Oh, I, what did, I, what I, did I, I, I don't have my hearing hamster. aids in. I didn't hear that right. Hamster, That's good. <laughs> Two hamsters. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, right now I'm cycling the suspension and, and trying to set up where the bump stops need to hit and... It's just little stuff at this and point. And spring over. You never had spring over before. I have had spring oh. over before. The first year that I raced, I had spring over on stock Samurai Springs, and I kept breaking springs because okay. the uh, there's That's too much right. up travel, and okay. they would bend too much. So I you were running YJ Springs. They are currently, it's YJ Springs in the rear. Okay. And stock Samurai length springs in the front. So. So there's a little Barbie in your Jeep, or in your Samurai. You call what? me Barbie? little Barbie in your Samurai. <laughs> Nice. Be nice, Chris. Be nice. Come on, I'm being nice. Why? I like Barbie. Well, Barbie con Barbie. I don't know. Ken can't ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, uh, I'm not going to go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Um, okay, so spring over. You got Toyota axles. Um, All the travel. You as got much a lot of travel going on, yeah. <laughs> is that like a double shackle in the front that I'm looking at, or what's yes, going on it there? it is, and okay. it's technically class illegal as well. I don't know if it's class illegal or, like, universally illegal. Um, but Are you, do you want us to cut this out of the podcast? No, you don't have to cut it out, because <laughs> the cool part about this kit that I have from Trail Tough is uh-huh. that you can bolt the double shackles closed. Okay. So mine will be bolted closed for the race. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's, it, it will be legal. Yeah, just got to think there'd be a lot of movement going on up there if they're not. I mean, I, yeah, 
it's a lot of movement. And I, I brought the thing out to Johnson Valley over Thanksgiving with those springs in the front, the double shackles. And it was pretty cool how much those suckers move. Really? So I'm really looking forward to trailing wheeling, trail did, wheeling on that next year. How did it feel at speed? What speed? <laughs> what speed? All, all I 65 miles an hour speed? No, no, no. no. The, the shocks and the bumps weren't set up right, so it really wasn't a good uh, test of speed. But I was pushing it as hard as I could. Gotcha. Were you on the 35s at that point, too? For- I was still on the 31s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. So you haven't... You haven't been behind the wheel on 35s yet. I have not. Are you putting more torques in the motor to turn those 35s? Torques on the motor. <laughs> She's going to run the trail in low range second gear. What are you I was going to say, man, <laughs> that poor little motor. <laughs> Shit. She did go from 373 in the diffs to 529s and it has um, zip lockers, front and rear. So it's got. So that's good. Got some upgrades. That's going to help a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I hope. <laughs> so when, when are you going to finish this thing, Amber, so you can go this run it across year, the street right and before test I it? leave. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hello, TikTok, TikTok. Hey, hey man, I've been Get off this up. podcast and go work on your car. I know. That's what I do. I know. You Every have been grinding. night, you have I'm been up grinding. until 2 a.m. working on this thing. I got I to gotta work late one night, and then I can sleep the next night, and then I'll work okay. late the next night. There you go. Nice. You're still young. You can do That's that. Right. <laughs> so I don't think she's 30 yet, right? No. <laughs> so are you gonna be you're gonna be supported by Tribe Sixteen again this year? Yes. Tribe has stepped up and they're gonna be my pit crew again this awesome. year. Awesome. That is awesome. That was such a great relationship they're last fun. year for they're you. Fun. They're great people. I can't wait to see them again. Right on. So let's talk about um some strategy from both of you of what, what you're thinking for um anything the the Dave leaked the, you know, trail obstacles or trails that you'd be going on and the mileage. Um, so obviously you get to bypass some of these things, Amber, uh, what we say 227 miles is what the, uh, race day mileage is going to be. Well, that's for them. That's for 4,400 is 227, but I I think I added it up to 200 or sorry, like 145 or something like that for for you. Yeah. Okay. Every woman challenge. Yes. We're in that sweatshirt, but. Um, when, when I went through and crossed out all the trails that I suspect will bypass, it seems pretty easy. Oh God. I'm going to edit that out. But I don't know <laughs> about say that. these new trails. <laughs> They're a wild card. Yeah. So some of these new trails, we've got, uh, choose your own adventure. Do you know any of these, Randy? Have you run this? What's, what's the story? I'm not sure what that one is. Choose your own adventure, daydreams. It's like a buffet, you know. I know, where, <laughs> I know where your daydream is. I haven't actually put tires on it. Okay. And then um, new to the race is hidden exit. I have no idea what that one is. High dive. Or that one. Is new. Uh, King's Veto. So is that... What's King's Veto? Is that like King... What was the... King's, King's graveyard. graveyard is this like that's next to it it's like uh, <laughs> it says new trail King's veto and then you got laser net alley of course Cody's got to get his name on there uh, masters nightmare and then uh, turkey claw which I find is interesting because that's not- there's a lot of people that camp out near there <laughs> so that's lo- going to be yeah. Logistic- the logistics gonna are going to be, be interesting right isn't that going to that's what that's the first thing i thought of is like getting over to that area without interrupting all the people that camp over right, there i don't know how right. that's going to work uh, yeah and and that's one of the trails that i have been on other than back to turkey claw because yeah. it's easy I, I, wow well, Jay, it's 
Well, Jason ran it with a CJ5, and he I did ride it, with it up. My but I will say that the exit when once you crest and you drive down that. Were you hill, riding with me that day? I was riding with you. Yeah, that, that downhill was a little little gnarly. That's steep as fuck. Yeah, I'm kind of like halfway expecting to have to go up that and then run Turkey Claw down. That and makes go sense. The mountain. That makes sense if they do that. Yeah. Because it does, you know, obviously we don't know which what the track layout is going to be. They're just uh, Dave leaked some some trails here, but well, they they did, and I know that the Snail Boys interviewed um, Clint, I guess, from uh, that does the recovery yeah, backdoor recovery, backdoor. and I guess this is the year that I guess they're going probably going down backdoor this year. Are you talking about Clint from G and J Aircraft? I'm not sure if he's the guy that runs the Cliff. recovery. Cliff. Oh, that's Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. Not Clint. Not Clint. Was it Cliff so or close. Clint? I don't know. I, who's 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 Cliff? Cliff comes out every year, um, volunteers, and gives up his his weekly, not his yearly, week long vacation for King of the Hammers. And he, and does, he owns G and J Aircraft in Ontario and does our brake lines and steering hoses and things. Oh, cool. Okay. But yeah, he comes out and volunteers for the whole week. But you, you said he, what does he do? Something in Hammertown or something like that. He's. Always cruising around with the chopper topper, and he brings a Yamaha Rhino or something like that. And he's got mm. the yellow vest on. He's usually the start finish guy at, at no. qualifying. This is this is, this is the guy that does recovery for the forty four hundred race. Well, he does all. He does all backdoor yeah, recovery. He organizes all of backdoor recovery. Right. Anyway, okay. but he he was saying uh, every you know obviously they alternate the year. I guess where we're going with this is. Which what is happening this year on backdoor? Are the, are the forty four hundred cars going up it or are they going down it? It seems I think that they're going down this year is what they, if I recall correctly. Well, so that's kind of what they're alluding to. Yeah, they're alluding to it. Yeah. So I mean, how does that matter to Turkey I'm, Claw? I guess it just. I'm looking at it, and my assumption or my, the dots that I'm connecting is you're going to go up Turkey Claw out to the desert, run the help me out the. The little the rock garden, desert loop. The cougar, cougar, cougar buttes, buttes, yeah, rocks, yeah. and then it'll be back into resolution, resolution and down back door. Yep, yep. Mm. yep. Back into Hammertown. That's that's, that's what good, I think we're right, gonna uh, see. I'll buy that for a and, dollar. And you kind of you kind of suspect like each year. I feel like they flip flop the first lap. So one year you run it forwards, and the next year you run it backwards. Mm-hmm. So twenty twenty. Dave's saying what forty or sixty miles of new this year. Yeah, lap one. So where is uh, yeah? So lap one, eighty six miles, four rock trails, thirteen miles to pit one, fifty miles back to pit one, twenty one miles to main, thirty miles of new course. There we go. So this is going to create some challenges for On some teams one. with smaller fuel cells, right? I mean, this is going to be fuel. Yeah, I mean, look, it seems like we end up with more mileage. And we're like, man, we're not going to be able to make it back to Maine. And then we go and test, and we're like, ah, oh, we still got two gallons left. <laughs> two whole gallons. <laughs> two whole gallons. <laughs> well, I mean, that didn't work out very well for What sure. size is your tank? 30? 32. 32, okay. Yeah. And you're getting, what, like three miles of the gallon or something? <laughs> yeah, three or four in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> it's, not, it's not for... He didn't buy the race car for... Or build the race car for fuel economy. Mark, what grants. are you talking about, man? <laughs> Smiles per gallon. That's what I bought yes. my tow rig for. Smiles per gallon. That's good. That's good, Amber. Uh. <laughs> so strategy-wise, I mean, I don't know. Just uh, kind of walk me through your thought process. I mean, you've been there, done that. You, you're comfortable out in the desert. Obviously, comfortable in your car. But, I mean, what, what's going through your mind kind of like prepping for this, this year's race? Um, 
I'd say mostly it seems like we're looking at more rock mileage. We're looking at more overall mileage. Which is where you excel. <clears throat> yep. I like the rocks. Yeah. So um, it's really going to come down to more than any other year, and it comes down to this every year, is attrition, you know. Yeah. You have to first finish to finish first. So right. You just got to run a smart, clean race. So when you're out there uh – I mean, I know a million things or, or you're having to process a million things at, at each time, but you get into a situation like, let's say uh, you get into one of these rock canyons and it's just a freaking log jam. Um, somebody's wadded up in there. People are trying to go around, wadded up. I mean, and you, you, I know you can't prepare for it now, but when you get into that situation, what's going through your mind of like, how do I, I got to get around this BS in front of me <laughs> to get to, to continue forward. Drive, drive over them. So, yeah, well, that's it. That's happened in the past. <laughs> Rambling man. I've been fairly fortunate over the years. I really haven't come come across that too often. Full log jam. Um, that's because he's too fast. I know, he's <clears> out ahead. Yeah, I tried to get ahead of all that mess. So, yeah, like <clears throat> this, this last year, we got to Sledgehammer, and there was um, two Gomez cars, and... Uh, I guess I had Bailey Campbell. Sorry, I always do that. Bailey Cole, Cole. was behind yeah, me. Yeah, the other Bailey. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so the Gomez's were working on the plaque line. I think we talked about this in the last yeah. episode, yep. so let's not get too deep into that. But that was one of those frustrating moments where there wasn't really anything for me to do. You know, Bailey started trying to winch around me, and that didn't work out well for him. Right. Um the the correct call I believe is what I did, which was just sit there and watch the shit show and and wait for it to clear up. You know, I got my my co dog Dustin jumped out and he went up and tried to help spot those guys and help help make something happen. But there really isn't anything produ- productive for me to do as a driver in some of those scenarios. You just you can get yourself in a terrible bind and break way, stuff and way more problems. <clears throat> yeah. You could create more way, way more problems than just a time suck. Well, that's where attrition pulls. Comes well, that's it formula, right? So, you know, preserve the car and, you know, I mean, you get to sit there, you but, take a couple deep breaths, hydrate, maybe have a snack and think about it. I got to think, I got to think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but with you building the car and being intimately, you know, involved with, you know, exactly the car. You could be freaking blindfolded out there. I got to imagine. And you know what the car's doing, um, that you have that confidence and you, you can run that, that fine line of knowing how far you can push, push your car when you need to like, okay, Hey Randy, back off a little bit. We're getting a little, 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 a little excited. past the hundred percent mark <laughs> or whatever. I, I just got to imagine with you, you know, being a, a fabricator, and racer um, that that you you have a way bigger advantage than somebody that like buys a bomber chassis that yeah I got a great car I know I can push it but you know what that that car can and can't do I've literally been racing this chassis this um, type of chassis for what fourteen something years now yeah um, and a lot of people give me crap about not racing more. But I wheel more throughout the year in that trail bomber than just about anybody. Well, and that's the thing, right? And that I thing, mean, it's the same width, it's the same length, it's the same, even though it's a much lighter, much more simplistic car than my race car, it's the, 
I'm in the same spot between the same four wheels. Okay. You know, and it's I, still seat time. Yeah. I, I'm right. still getting really good seat time. Well, then that, that's, that's a valid point. I mean, sitting here in your, in the hangar here and I'm looking at your 4,400 car and I know you've, your, your, your wife has a trail trail rig. It's also a bomber chassis and I've ridden in Eric Wicks's tra- uh, trail, trail, bomber. trail bomber. I mean, it's just, that's, that's the key, right? I mean, it's the same car. It's just, different horsepower or different suspension and yeah but i mean it it, but still you're out there doing it and it's the same basic chassis yeah i can really feel you know it's a it's a sensation in my butt you know what's going on underneath the car and and i can feel what's going on with it and very very in tune with the machine because of the seat time that i've gotten Absolutely. And you, you're right here in the middle of God's country. I mean, we were talking during when we had the meal earlier that uh, you, you're an hour from some of the best trails in the, in the Sierras, you know, whether you go to, to Deer Valley Blue Lakes or Slick Rock or, or even Rubicon, Fort Ice. I mean, those are all it's, basically in your backyard. It's awesome having all that stuff so close, but even bigger than that for, for the hammers for racing um, across my driveway, I've got BLM land, so I'm out there testing at high speeds and you know, I'll run 100 miles an hour almost every time I go out at one point or another. And there's um, the rocks out here are a lot different than in Johnson Valley, but they're no, um, no more forgiving than any sure. of the other rocks. So it's, it's a great um, area for me to test and tune and, and get a ton of seat time and shake bugs out of the cars and um, just really hone my skills. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that, that brings me to another question of like suspension tuning. So how much are you involved with suspension tuning other than giving feedback or, or stuff? I mean, are you tuning shocks or are you, I'm really not doing a whole lot as far as twisting knobs. Um, right. I'm driving the car. I'm giving the guy feedback. What, if, what I think it's doing. And he's usually a rebase riding with me. Um, and feeling it also. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> so he uh, rides with you in the car out here, like testing, for example, and in not not here in okay. Nevada, but back in California. Okay. So at at Johnson Valley, and then and so and so you guys are talking, and you can, I mean, do you go like, did you feel that? This is what I'm feeling, or whatever. Yep. I mean, he, how does that conversation go down? <laughs> he can. <laughs> I you feel that? That doesn't feel right. I've got something to say once we're about shocks in a minute. Let's let's continue with this. I'm the kind of guy who really um I I need my car to do certain things for me before I'm willing to to push it. Okay. Um and as the car starts to react and perform how I wanted it and need it to, then I start pushing it harder and he can totally read that in me and understand you know, we're going in the right direction. Randy's driving the car harder because it works and performs and and reacts correctly, you know, to the things that are happening. So it's it's a fun, it can be extremely frustrating. Yeah. But it can also be extremely rewarding when it starts, everything starts to starts click. Starts clicking. And, yeah. I mean, that's got to be, I mean, because, I mean, suspension is like, I don't know what the percentage it's, is, but I, it's, I, it's a huge... <laughs> yeah well, it's gotta be huge i mean huge absolutely. part of the equation you can have all the horsepower in the world but if you're not putting the putting it to the ground that's right shit well if the car is trying to crash and kill you <laughs> like it literally wants to kill you <laughs> there so, it is. Car crash. <laughs> that's it. 
shit. It's trying to kill you. It's trying to kill you. That's from right from the words from Randy Slauson right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, great. So I know this is not a race car thing about shocks, but uh, you know, you guys don't want to bust bust my balls about having a Ram or a Dodge truck. But uh, oh god, uh, earlier this year I I bought Fox shocks for the truck to replace the factory crap shocks trucks got over 60,000 miles the shocks were shot the so whole re- truck shot in my opinion oh, but go shit. ahead the truck's great what are you talking uh, about Cummins delivery crate <laughs> wow that hurts that hurts man See? that hurts I I'm, love gonna, it. I'm packing my shit out never now if we could get you guys to like Toyotas so but I so I put the Fox shocks in the rear that was uh relatively easy to do but then I went to the process of putting the Replacing the shocks in the front of that thing with the, the coil over them. Yeah. The fucking shocks are inside the coils. What a nightmare. a nightmare to do. Oh, and that that under the hood, everything is super tight. It's I, I ended up having to pull the ripcord and I bailed. So now I'm driving the truck with OEM shocks in the front that are blown out <laughs> and brand new Fox shocks in the back. I will say this. Shocks do matter because the rear of my truck feels so much better planted now than it did before really oh my god it just feels like it's under control the you. front of the front of my truck is way out of fucking control <laughs> yeah <laughs> so next weekend when i'm home i'm gonna bite the bullet and get those shocks changed well, you gotta out. get the yeah get those changed so when yeah, you, you got uh, like two more weeks yeah you got two more weeks chris, chris. come, come on. on a whole ten two days. weeks ten days hashtag koh prep <laughs> no so that's that's uh that's a funny story but that's uh uh it's funny that you drive a dodge too but it's uh <laughs> that's the, i've always wondered i mean a limited, uh, yeah. <laughs> is is that i mean that shock tuning just seems like such one it's an art and and getting somebody and so how long have you been working with a rebate you said um, I believe that's been going on since about 2011. Okay, so you guys know you're you're in sync, know each other. He knows what you're thinking. You can give him the input, and then uh, they can make the adjustments. And that's the first I've heard that the uh, tuner rides. I always thought they kind of just watched as the rig drove raced by, and they looked at the. A lot of the guys cycling. don't want to get in with just anybody. Uh huh. They don't want to die. Because the car's trying to kill you. The car's trying to kill when the you. car, like Aribe says, uh, he says, you guys complain about how your cars ride. How do you think I feel? I show up here and I ride in this piece of shit. It rides like garbage. And when it's good, you kick me out and leave. Yes, I'm going racing. <laughs> and I get in the next one that rides like garbage. Does, does he also do trophy trucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's with King. He actually, yeah, he actually has a 6100 that he's going to be racing. Oh, no kidding. Hammers. Oh, right on. No kidding. That's cool. So he's a racer, too. I did not know that. Just going to send it. Oh, man. He comes from a, a family of racers. Okay. Very cool. His dad raced, and he races. His son races. It's oh, a family wow. affair. When are we yeah. going to see you in a trophy truck? Man, don't don't threaten me with a good time. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. <clears throat> Open there up the check. Go. Hashtag Chris money, Randy's right? Randy's looking for a, for a T1. Looking for a sponsor? Yeah, T1 yeah, sponsor. If anybody wants to sponsor me a trophy truck well, maybe or wants to trade for a for an Ultra 4, I'm ready. Everything's there you go. Everything's for sale. You could talk to Cody Wagner. He can, he can support you a new truck. I don't know. Does that mean we're going to Mexico again next year? Only if we have a trophy truck. Ooh. You boys like Mexico? Yes! That was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear it. No, you didn't because you're not wearing your fucking headphones. headphones. (laughs) You'll hear it when you listen to it. (laughs) Great. 
<laughs> so I was um, staying at the the laser nut compound over yes. Christmas, New Year's. And I was talking to Cody about who's going to be driving his truck. And he said, there's a list. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that, that's nice. That's real nice. And just went on about the conversation, you know, whatever. And he's like, uh, do you want to be on it? I was like, well, yeah. Sure. Put my name on <laughs> Can it. you bump them up, too? So, yeah. Is it going to be a lottery or what? Fuck. <laughs> it's going to be like the monkeys at the fucking charitable throwing darts. Yeah. Uh, Cam Steele. <laughs> so you're on the list? Uh, allegedly. Okay. All right. That's cool. So would you, would you, uh, you'd been to the, the compound there before the old, uh, laser, laser town. town. Yeah. But I've been out It keeps evolving. Oh yeah. Did you I go fishing in his was, pond? When it was dirt. Uh, no. <laughs> I just um, I did wake up like... on the last morning and there was about a half an inch of ice on the pond. I was oh, excited. Really? I bet you it gets, well, we know Chilly it gets Willy. cold out there. We've, every, every year when I wake up, it's like 26 degrees outside the camper. So what was that meme of KOH where they're holding up these bags of white? Uh, uh, what was that all about? Tannerite, man. Tannerite. It was Tannerite. <laughs> Tannerite. God, that's so cool. I love Tannerite. That was Blue a good time. Up. No tannerite shooting, no is... shooting in, the, in the desert during KOH. Did he light off some big... Well, yeah, I guess New Year's. He had a big bonfire and stuff going on. Well, that's yeah. private property, too. I know. It's yeah. so cool. So... He can do that shit, but can. you can't blow up shit in the desert. No. Otherwise. No. Really? No fireworks, yes. no firearms. That's bullshit. BLM. No fire flamethrowers. Did you get to use his flamethrower? I did play with the flamethrower one time. How cool was that? I thought it was pretty gay until I had it in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty gay. Why did you think? It looks cool. Why did you think it was gay? That's badass. Come on, man. Fire that shoots 50 feet? How that can that be gay? Uh, I don't know if it was 50, but <coughs> it was pretty fun. Never is. It's not a party till shit's burning. That's, that's right. That's right. At Laser Town. <laughs> it wouldn't be Laser Town without something on fire at yeah, some point in the day. Right. Or, or the Tannerite's exploded. a ton of fun. That is fun. <clears throat> we mix that stuff up and set it out and then get the AR out and pop it. And I've got to uh, play with Tannerite before on a uh, private property in an undisclosed location in Mexico. And uh, yeah, that that you is fun. Boys like that Mexico. You boys like Mexico? Is that what you just hit? I, I don't have my headphones, so I don't know. <laughs> but I knew the button. See, I've been doing this 139 <laughs> times. Um, anyways, tannerite. For those of you that don't know, is a, a powder. You mix two powders together, or no? It's one powder. It's just one powder, right? No, you mix. Uh, you do mix something some with it. You mix something a little bit in it. Yeah. And oh boy, Chris is done. Alcohol abuse. He just spilled his his glass, but luckily there was know. nothing left in it. Uh, you're fired. Lorenzo is so oh, disappointed shit. in you right now. So disappointed. I'm in missing you. buttons on my display here. At least that wasn't going. alcohol abuse. No. Um, but so a certain um, you know velocity feet per second of a projectile, i.e., bullet going through this uh, powder, uh, causes it to explode. And right. Yeah. And you can you can set it up for different uh, things and explode different things and That's it's right. pretty cool. Different poundages, and you have different displays of levels of explosion. Yes, yes. Just don't do it in California. The, no. The thing I like about it is it's just a big womp. It, it's not a crack. It's right. not super ear piercing. Yeah. But you just get hit like like a big bass. You note. feel the yeah. You feel the concussion of it. <laughs> yep. Feel yeah. the concussion. That's yeah. great, boys. So did you guys do uh, any like uh, rock buggy stuff out there? I mean, you had your you had the trail bombers out there, right? 
Um, I've sold both my trail bombers like a dumbass. What? Yeah. <clears throat> my brother has my older trail bomber, and I sold Black Betty to a to a dude named Steve from Vegas. Dude named Steve from Vegas. Yeah. Well, he brought it out for um, Thanksgiving, right? Correct. Yeah. So Steve did. It's still out and around. Well, yep. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so brand one, of my, one of my favorite videos was uh, your your mom Dolly getting in the rig with uh, oh Randy yeah at San Hollow. That was hilarious. The four wheel steer buggy. <laughs> that was that was internet gold right that there. That was. Great. I made. Sure I need to go back and watch that. I guess I'm yeah. sure it's still on her page. <laughs> I had to oh, make yeah. sure all her harnesses were tight. I was like, Randy, you're not killing my mom. <laughs> yeah, and she was doing the Facebook live. That's and right. She was, yeah, screaming and Ch- yeah. checkpoint Dolly for uh, for all you Koh people. Absolutely. So, but it's it's good stuff. So you built that car. Ko or Sand Hollow was the first time you like got to wheel it seriously. That was the maiden voyage, and then you sold it shortly after that. I did. I had a gentleman offer me some money that I couldn't turn down. Everything's for sale. Yeah, that's kind of how we keep the lights on here. That's right. I was going to say that's that's how that's part of the deal. Job security. Okay, so now wait a minute. You you uh, sold the the trail bomber, but Krista's car is still. We still have Krista's. Okay. The um, she Roxanne, won't let you sell that, right? Red, the red dress. You got to keep yeah. that one for at least a year plus. Yeah, <clears throat> I I would like to trade it up to a rear steer car for her at some point. Really? Um, but we'll see how that so goes. So tell me about this this rear steer life because I know we were <laughs> at San Hollow together, and uh, I was I was curious to see. I mean, because that's rear steer heaven. Wait, it, you didn't it really drive is. it. I got a drag axle. I can't afford no, this you, rear steer I stuff. You, I thought you, you didn't let. Not you with drive that attitude. It? Not with that attitude. <laughs> you didn't let him drive it. No, I was uh, going to, and then he blew the tranny. Yeah. Blew yeah. the tranny? It was a rough week. So he blew a seal? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Talent tank. Yeah. <laughs> Talent tank ran dry. Um, yeah, so what do you think of that forced year life? I had a ton of fun with it. Just the maneuverability that you get and doing, you know, compound steering and crab steering it. And it's, it just adds a whole, whole new level of, Things that you can do that you can't do with a drag axle, right? And and so like that that viral video of you going through the tunnel at San Hollow, crabbing it, crabbing it up the wall and stuff. That was that was awesome. Shout out to Michael Soul. Oh yeah, Mike Soul. Yeah, that's his his video. Soul portraits. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So so he um, he was riding shotgun with you some of that trip and getting some good video. And uh, I mean San Hollow. What are your thoughts on San Hollow? Before I say anything about San Hollow. You've been out there a few times. I like the the medium stuff. I'm, I'm not quite as hardcore as some of those guys. Um, but all that stuff, um, Metal Masher and um, Green Day, I don't know. It's it's right there. You go through the tunnel and break left just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, broken chain, chain reaction, broken chain. Yeah. There's a bunch of good stuff right there. So those it's, it's eight, fun. nine rated trails are, yeah, are really solid. Yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah, and and so you're not into the trail breaking stuff where it's like, well, we've never had no. a vehicle go up there, go try it. <laughs> it's a 15 trail until somebody does it, <laughs> right. and then it turns into a 14 rated trail. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's not really my thing. And I still, honestly, I prefer boulders. I like Johnson Valley. I like yeah. Rubicon. Yeah. I like, I like that type of stuff better than the, the sand formation stuff but it's definitely a completely different skill set and a, a fun challenge to go play there it is it is a whole different um you know mindset when you when you're out there wheeling uh you gotta you gotta 
look at it differently. You got to attack it a little differently, but uh, it's way uh, it's, stickier. It's so freaking fun. I oh, love I don't that. Know. I mean, I, I have nothing. I, I've never been so. No, I know. You need to go, Chris. Wah, wah, you just wah. need to go. Give me some vacation time, and I'm there. Uh, you're there. You, I gave you vacation time. You got vacation time through Wheelie <laughs> Wonder. Go to your whiskey. boss. You say, hey, Larissa I'm be just gone said these you got days. it. You good? <laughs> and you're gone. So, yeah. It, it, but I, it is. People have asked me. I had a question asked me. It goes like, "You got one more day to wheel before you die. Where are you going to go?" And I'm like, Fordyce Creek Trail. I got to be on Sierra Granite. That's my jam. But. I'd be totally happy at Sand Hollow and some of these other places. There's some spectacular wheeling out there, but um, I love the Sierra Granite. Rubicon's it for me. Yeah, Rubicon. Yep, That's where that'd be your last trail. Yeah, that was the, my first real rock crawling experience. And yeah, to me, that place is way more beautiful than um, other places. It is. It, well, it is. feels like home sometimes too. Right? Oh, it is it's absolutely home. Yeah, that that's the thing. I feel so comfortable on that trail and. Where four dice kind of scares me a little bit in spots, <laughs> if I got to be honest. But, As it but, should. But, but Rubicon, it's like there's like two spots that I get a little like, you know, anxious on. But everything else is like, no problem. But beauty, it is. The, the beauty of the Sierra is, is unmatched. I mean, you got, you know, San Hollow's cool and you got the lake. Okay, great. And you got some ridiculous rock crawling and stuff you shouldn't be able to climb. You can climb, but... Uh, Rubicon, you cannot match the the, the scenery, mm, the sure. trees, the rocks, the lakes, the soaring eagles, the running deer. Why you ask? <laughs> Frolicking. Any two dogs? Pets, two dogs. <laughs> All right, back to Koh. I, I, oh, oh. go ahead. You can speak now. I can speak. I want to. You know, we've heard that. Uh, I just killed Rodden Hammers. By the way, yeah, you did. She gone. That was um, a shop bottle, and you we brought whiskey, and you killed a shop bottle. Sorry. That's not very cool, Chris. That's not very, uh, you know. More than welcome. Well. You're a guest. You never kill a shop bottle. I'm sorry. I'll bring a bottle back. next. I'll be back next week. Hey, I know Ultra Four Jones <laughs> listens to this contest. Ultra Four Jones, we are ordering some more uh, case of Roddenhammer's rye for Straight the Bomber Great rye whiskey. Yep. Bomber. And I still have more podcast episodes than yeah. you. Yeah. Whoa. There you go. There it was. Shots fired. Ultra Four Jones. I'm saying. <laughs> you need to. So, Amber. We, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about your next adventure. I mean, I know we're, it's all KOH, KOH, KOH right now, but I also want to talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing next October. Next October? Yeah. Next That's October. Rebel Rally? Oh, the yes. Rebel. The Rebel Rally. Let's talk about that a little bit. Well, what do you want to know? Well, I want to know what the plan is. I mean, you're not obviously going to run the Samurai in that situation. Correct. You're going so, to run three days at, at Sand Hollow and then go over to... We'll see what happens with the uh, Trail Hero, yeah. but this has been a uh, this has been in the workings with me and my mom for a long time. I think since Rebel Rally started, she had um, expressed interest in the event. Uh huh. So I was like, "Come on, mom, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it." So this year, she finally signed us up, and and we've got everything paid for, and we've got our spot, and so this year in October, we're actually going to do it. So. She bought the JK that they have, the orange one, yeah, um, for the event, and we're not completely sure if it would pass tech for the class that it's good for. Okay. So our second plan was to have a um, trail bomber. <laughs> oh. I wish. 
4,400 cars. That's not even a class at Rubel Rally. It would, it would be a class. It would be a class. But <laughs> class of one. Yeah, into its own. <laughs> yes. But so it, it's, it's been one of those things we've been meaning to do, and we're super excited I think about it's, it. You know, your mom is, is so much fun, oh, and yeah. just like everybody's, you know, she's the camp mother. And camp just, mom, yeah. Yeah, okay. she's camp mom. Cub Scout mom, ah, you know. Where's the Girl Scout mom or whatever <laughs> but, but, um And she's so outgoing, so fun, and loves, loves, you know, the off-road environment industry camaraderie it's just the whole lifestyle like it's a lifestyle that's a good word lifestyle's a good word yeah because like when i was growing up it was all about their jet ski racing friends Mm -hmm. because that was our background and now we've got our rock crawling friends and our rock racing friends so it's off-road community is way better than the uh you know uh, uh, jet ski community maybe at this point No. So no, it's the JK JK or JL JK JK. What wouldn't prevent it from passing tech? Um, it's that it's got a long arm kit and needs to be stocked. So yeah, so in the Rebel Rally um rules in the class rules, it says that you can't modify pivot points, and that Mm. would be a pivot point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's still it's spring suspension. You know. Do you know Nina Barlow? You know, you know some people that could help you understand what the rules are and what you can do and what you can't do, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. I, I've, so it can be modified. Yes. And it will be modified, apparently. But you're not worried about that right now because KOH is coming up. Right. The rig that we're driving is a wild card. The fact that we're doing it is solidified. Happening, yeah. Yes. You okay. might be doing it in the Su- Suzuki Samurai. That's the thing that my mom's not excited about. I saw that. She was doing a search. I saw her on Facebook. Or I think it was Facebook or was it the gram where she's like, does anybody know where I can find a, a you know, stockish, you know, unmolested, you know, samurai. And people yeah. are like, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. So ideally we'd like to get factory support from Suzuki and do it in a brand new Jimmy. Do they still build these things? Oh yeah. Really? They just don't sell them in the United States. Oh, the, huh. So. We'd have to get one from Mexico or from Canada. And you boys like Mexico? Hey. Yeah! Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm what sorry. About, what's all that a boot? <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. so speaking of uh, stock rigs, uh, Randy wants to get into some Toyota talk. Oh, okay. Because he, he thinks we're like super uh, anti-Toyota. and We are. <laughs> we are. Well, wow. I have a Sienna But he wants story, to talk about but, stock know, mobbing in a Toyota. Fucking Sienna. Mobbing. No G. Siennas. You got it. <laughs> well, we are a non-denominational podcast, if we said, but we like to make fun of Dodges and Toyotas. Jeep. <laughs> and Jeeps. And Jeeps. 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 Oh. So what do you, what do you, what do you, so what do you got? <clears throat> well, I was washing my beater Tacoma before you guys showed up, and I was just thinking about how you guys always hate on Toyotas and trying to figure out what, what that's all about. A boot? A boot. What's that all the boot? Um, I don't hate Toyota. It's camaraderie. Much. It's fun. It's a Jeep Toyota thing. It's just like, you know, Ford Dodge, Ford Chevy. Um, I, ha- I have a lot of friends that have Toyotas, and I don't hold it against them too much. But um, I, honestly, when, when uh, you know, younger people... You know, <laughs> Younger than me, say, hey, I want to get into four wheeling. What should I go get? Get a shitbox. And I said, go find, uh, you know, an old Toyota pickup or something. You you get more bang for your buck. Right. 
You can beat it up. Apparently, you can raisin the f out of them, and they're fine. Yeah, um, be it's really hard to kill. It, they're hard to kill. They are hard to kill. Yeah, so and, are jeeps. And and I've seen people kill them and try to kill them at, at King of the Hammers. Um, but anyways, it, you know, it's just it's fun camaraderie. But um, Toyotas it's, suck. <laughs> it's never going to end, Randy. I mean, <laughs> so whether it's Toyota Jeep or Ford dodge or ford chevy chevy dodge ram whatever i mean i don't know if you heard this the last year this was last year uh jimmy from snail trail four by four and tyler went to uh cruising moab or whatever yeah cruise moab cruise Moab, and they were trying to get home jimmy was trying to get home he had problems with his ford truck Ford truck let him down in a big way. It had turbo problems and some other issues. And it was a fuel problem. It yeah, fuel it was, lines. A it was old truck. It was maintenance, shit. maintenance Ford, issues. Ford. Anyway, he he was finally got his stuff together and he was trying to get back and he broke down. Uh, I think outside of Winnemucca or something in Nevada here. And I was just happened to be driving up to see my mom in Reno. I did hear you guys talking about yeah. this. And I, I threw my big hitch on the truck. Uh, and I said, hey, if you have any real issues, you know, give me a holler. I'll I'll drive, I'll drop off my stuff at my mom's, and I'll make that three-hour slog out to Winnemucca or wherever it was he was at and hook up and, and drag his shit home. And he, he that motivated his ass. <laughs> he didn't want any of his shit being hauled by a Dodge, that's for sure. So um, I got that going for him. Yeah, you do. But no, the whole Toyota thing, it's just, you know, it, it, the Prius really tarnished the Toyota image. In oh, my I agree with that. Yeah, see? Okay. Toyota's I think we all agree about the, the Prius I don't. thing. Toyota's, you don't? They're Toyota, roomy as shh. They're no, going to end Amber, that. Amber, Toyota's going to end that. Like come SUVs. on, don't make me say anything but they bad get, right but they now. they get great gas mileage. No. You haven't no. ridden one, have you? Did to you, Mexico. Did you hear my best, my, that episode where it was my best day ever? <laughs> no, I haven't saw three Three wrecked. Priuses on a trailer. I was gonna say your your best day ever was three Priuses deep. On <laughs> a wrecked on a trailer. <laughs> it's not just Priuses; it's the people that drive Priuses too. Yeah, and that is sure. a stereotype, but it's a true stereotype. Where do stereotypes come from? Don't hate on my mom. Facts. Your mom doesn't drive a Prius all yeah, the time. Yeah, she does. No, well, she okay. what, no. What she does? No, most of the time. It's, well, okay, she doesn't drive a BMW, so we got that going. Yeah. Hey. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but I uh, so your your Toyota Beater, I mean, it's not all raisined up. Too bad. Uh, you haven't looked very close. I, I know, it's but it's not, king. not like not like king. raisined up like some other vehicles. I, He's I see. King for fuck's sake, King. Well, well I know, but both side windows are intact, but the windshield is cracked. Yeah. That's but it's been it's been places where four wheel drive vehicles maybe a queen you know <laughs> what Barrett Lake was a pretty good test last was, summer <laughs> see he took it through Barrett Lake <laughs> on thirty ones well 32s. okay to, to be yeah. fair that was the fastest I've ever it has done 350 that trail. axle gears and the rear diff is welded. So wait a so minute. So it's got a Lincoln Locker or Miller <laughs> so, Locker, I should say, in the Miller. rear. So it's you, probably the only TIG welded is that Lincoln still, Locker, is, Miller Locker you've seen. <laughs> is that IFS? It is independent front. Yeah, so you ran Barrett Lake on 32s. 350 gears. 350 gears. <laughs> is that a four popper? It is. Six shift. Holy shit. That's impressive. I'm impressed. You are you are the king. Well, and that's uh, so... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But that's the thing. I mean, Some people it, were pretty impressed to see that thing at Barrett. They're like, how the hell did you get that here? 
Do you know who I am? I'm Randy (laughs) Mother Effin Slauson. That's why. Do you know who I am? No, but it comes down, you know, back to seat time and knowing. I mean, yeah, anybody, you know, that's why I joke around with my my buggy. I mean, it's spooled front and rear, 43 stickies. You know, it's got an LS. Freaking Ray Charles can drive that thing. It doesn't take a whole lot of skill to get up a trail. But you get into a vehicle like you're talking about, the Toyota on Barrett Lake, which is no easy trail. There's some serious difficult some rock stuff, sections in there. Section it's like sure. Rubicon, but concentrated. And it comes down to seat time and driver skill and picking lines and knowing what your vehicle can do, knowing yep. where you can put your vehicle and make it through a certain section. And, um, you know, just obviously sending it a little bit with the uh, skinny pedal to get over an obstacle. But it's all just about the bump. Us, the bump. It's all about the bump. With 350 gears, bump everything. You got to bump it. You got to bump it. <laughs> so did you camp? How much music it huh? make? Nice. What? Did you camp at uh, Barrel Oh, yeah. Or was this a yeah. quick trip? No, I had my, gotta camp at my bed roll through in the bed. Nice. Yeah. Barrett's beautiful. I've Barrett is once. one of the most spectacular trails. It's beautiful. You know, that would be the second trail before I die. I wanted to run. <laughs> Well, I'm going to run that this summer, uh, summer if if it opens up. Well, so. we didn't. Yeah, we didn't get to run it this past year no. because it it got it was only open for a few weeks, right? Yeah, yeah it was like two or three in. weeks, and then, then the fire came yeah, through. Yeah, man. Speaking California. of the fires, Thank goodness, my God, it missed it. I drove up Highway 50 today to come up here. Wow, a lot of devastation. Yeah, yeah that and that's all covered in snow. Wait till you see it when there's no snow. I don't want to. <laughs> Most of it's on the on the south side of 50, correct? Uh, yes, but I mean, there, there's a lot. I mean, when you're, when you crest and you're at Echo Summit and you look down towards Christmas Valley down there, I mean, there's a uh, shit, there's a lot of dead trees, a lot of burned trees everywhere. I'm like, wow. I mean, even, you know, above on the north side of 50, um, north of Echo Summit there. Wow. I don't, I'm not looking forward to seeing it during the summer. Yeah. The only houses that I noticed that were burned were on Echo Summit. Yeah. There were like four or five on either side. Really? I didn't yeah. see any damaged homes. But well, uh, uh, well, you don't notice the damaged homes. You see the chimneys. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, and the I foundations. Didn't I, was, I mean, I was impressed that they saved all the homes in Kybers and Silver Fork and all that stuff. Was Nothing was burned. Dude, that was the thing. Like, I was watching the, the you know, the Jeep or the... The satellite fire watchers, yeah, whatever mm. online satellite fire watchers. Yes, <laughs> sorry. Um, and it looked like Kybers had been demolished. Yeah. yeah, and driving through there, it seems like nothing happened. Well, so so yeah, I know what you're talking about because I was watching the same thing, the satellite images of of the fire, and it does. It looks like everything's just you know, but that fire is so sporadic, and it you know, there's hot spots, there's cold spots, mm-hmm. whatever, but. I mean, still just crazy. Oh, destroy! I mean, it's, devastation, it's, devastation. And, and thank God, thank on. God, it didn't get up into Barrett. Can you imagine if Amen. it burned Barrett? No. I was sitting there. I mean, and obviously, I didn't want to see any homes or lives or anything gone either. But I'm just like, if that burns through Barrett, I mean, it's like oh, really, yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, like those those what, are their what, homes, and we understand that, and we don't want those to burn, but. Barrett is kind of like our home, too. And so is Rubicon. Mm-hmm, I was scared about mm-hmm. it getting to Rubicon. Working up into the Rubicon, yeah. I mean. Part of and, me, I want to see Strawberry yeah. Trail. Too. I mean, I heard that got rocked pretty good. Have you any input on Strawberry? Have you been on that? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not familiar with that one, that's I guess. A, that's, 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 
not as hard as his driveway getting into no, the shop know, here, No, I know, Chris. but I mean, it, I just I heard that they use it as a doze line for, for oh, yeah, fire it's, lines. It's, so it's not good. Even that painted rock was like dozed over, to, which is like the the hardest part on the trail, which is nothing. I mean, I, I literally, me on 30, 35s at that point, I was like, this is nothing. And uh, now it's probably a paved road. So, so all right. That's pretty negative. Yeah, thanks for bringing the podcast down, Chris. Sorry. Thanks for making me feel special on 35s, right. Chris. Jeez. Right. Um, so there was a conversation. So Randy here, three-time king, and we're coming up on an even year, and you had a little, little I don't want to say apprehension. Just no, that, no, that's a fact, it's a, a factoid. superstition, a factoid, a factoid. That's a good, good word. And factoid I disagree. That, I disagree wholeheartedly with this factoid, by the way. That even years you didn't do good. Yeah, yeah, it seems like throughout the years I've had a better go on an odd year for some reason. But, <laughs> but backdoor challenge in 2014, you won. I did win backdoor, right. and that was 2014. 2014. Cody came in second. Ben Nappy Hair, Nappy Hair came in. If you haven't seen the video on YouTube, oh, I have. You got to watch that video. That is such a classic video. But um, coming into this this event, we're we're days away. You've done a ton of pre running. It's just uh, a car, a little bit of tuning left, and uh, and throw on some side panels and some some stickers, and you're rock and roll, huh? It's close. I wish I had more more miles, more time on it. Um, I still will have some time to run down there. Um, King of the Amherst week, but <clears throat> yeah. Now, you will, will you run it out in the back 40 between now and then? Um, probably will be able to this year. Sometimes, some years it's way too wet, but mm-hmm. um, it's been dry since the big snowstorm. So uh, the, the ground's drying out. There's still some puddles out there in places I have to watch out for, but right. Um, Did you get much snow here? Uh, six inches or so, maybe. Well, not much. I wasn't. I wasn't here. I was <laughs> down here. south. He was down in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made my escape. <clears throat> I I needed to get some wiring and tuning done by Josh, um, and I saw the weather coming, and I packed my bags and said, "See ya." Bye bye. <laughs> <clears throat> Wow, Chris well, just yeah, like that's a pretty. I mean, three ninety five is right weeks. here. You just pop on three ninety five, go four hundred miles, and there you are, or three hundred yeah. miles, or whatever. Great it is. Listen to Wheeling Wine and Whiskey oh. podcast. Get caught up on podcasts. Oh, yeah. and, and there Listen you go. Listen to a lot of Wheeling Wine and Whiskey on the road. <laughs> nice. I like to hear that. It's better than Red Bull. Oh, hey, that's good to know. <laughs> it kept you awake. Yep. It's it's somewhat entertaining. I've heard. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, so Amber, teehee, what? Uh, what? There's some exciting stuff coming up. Koh week, toga, toga. No, 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 toga, toga. It's too fucking cold for togas. Oh my god! Too cold. You, you can wear what you're wearing now with a, you know, bed sheet around you. It. That's gonna, all you I'm need. I'm gonna dress like John Belushi. That would be, and Thank you would god. fit the part. <laughs> So Tuesday night <laughs> before Ultra Three, before seen, the the movie? unsolicited Ultra Three event, Animal House is is Toga Party really at our camp? Yes. And if you know, you know. 
And apparently there's a Facebook page. There what? is a Facebook event <laughs> for this toga party. Look, oh, this shit. doesn't even know. And I wasn't really sure that we should advertise this, but that's all right. We We've are. only got like seven, eight listeners. Well, Randy's listening now. We got nine. <laughs> He's two listeners. It's fine. He counts for two. No, we got we got eight listeners plus Randy. That's nine. Oh, I heard Math. seven. Math. Um. So, yeah. So Tuesday night, toga party, and then we're going over to watch. Um, we're going over to a campsite to see people on on three wheelers race, maybe <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. The ultra three race. That's, Traditionally, that's, that's what, what happens. Is, yeah. Ultra three. If in you your toga? know where the big teepee is, how are yes. they going to up the game from last year? They had flames flying, shooting out of their teepee last year. They're probably going to have like a fusion reactor or something. Flux capacitor. Flux capacitor. Maybe. They brought over that giant bird cage for the women. Yeah, from from uh, Cody's from Laser Laser Town. We see Amber dancing in that thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> we'll see Chris dancing in that. Whoa! Verse. We nobody wants to see that. <laughs> oh hell yeah, they do. That. The party's oh, yeah. over. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> so come on, man. What else going on Hammers Week that we need to know about? It's mostly just the toga party. <laughs> I think that's the big event. Tuesday night, toga. Besides Friday. Toga party on Tuesday night. Ultra 3 racing on Tuesday night. Wednesday night is Chris is going to be drunk and passed out. Wow. Thursday night, Chris is going to be drunk and passed out. Friday night, oh, Chris is going to be drunk and passed out. Really? Night run. Night run. You got to get a night run in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Where's the... Last two years when I had my trail buggy, we were night running every night. Every night you were night running. Yeah. We'd go over to SOS and Blueberry and off your rocker and Martian Claw and just do laps over there. So you night run and What time would you roll back into camp, typically? Usually wasn't super late, but some nights were 11 or 12. Okay, so not too bad. That's and then hang around, they get around the campfire for an hour or so. That's why he's king, king of the hammers. Go to bed. No, you'd go get, straight to get bed. Sleep. Get your sleep. Okay, I was just wondering if there was any like extended partying, and then <laughs> when we'll repeat. So, so what is this? Is good. This is this is good. So, what is your routine? Twenty four hours before race day. How how like I run like I'm talking <laughs> like. Run. What time do you want to be your head on a pillow? What do you eat in the night before? What What's your like KOH rest, race prep the, uh, the night before the race? You're not out night wheeling. Yeah. Well, this year, um, it's going to be a little bit different program too, because I got two races in a row. So you've got Friday night, Friday Saturday night and Saturday or Friday, Saturday, I should say. Yeah. So you've got Thursday night, Friday night, Friday night's going to be crazy because you're going to be stepping out of a race car tired. Yep. And then getting ready to race the big dance on Saturday. Yep. Okay. Go. Go. <laughs> What's um I don't know. I like <clears throat> I'd like to be to bed by a 10. Okay. Get some decent sleep hopefully. Try to hydrate a little bit. You're up at Five five thirty. My wife's dragging me out of bed like ten minutes before I need to be down. What's up there. with that? Brush. Yes. She's handing you a, a toothbrush with toothpaste on it. Here, I'm eating a breakfast burrito as we're walking. You know, uh-huh. time to pay the bills, honey. <laughs> Get your catheter on. Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> 
Does she help yeah. you with that? What's your meal the night before? <laughs> I mean, because some people are very, they have sensitive systems and they don't want to, uh, you know, they just, they want to be very uh, well, solid, let's say. for systems, but I uh, plug it up with some Imodium. <laughs> Yo so. Kiro Taco Bell. <laughs> you got to have that like 24 hours early to purge and then. And then Imodium? Yeah, then you hit the plug. No shit. Yeah, because Imodium works great. That. Yeah, no doubt. So that's a good good tip right there, Chris. Winning strategy. I don't I don't have issues. <laughs> if you don't want to poop yourself race day, take some Imodium. <laughs> Wheeling wine. This is gold. <laughs> this is gold right here. <laughs> yeah, if, especially if your catheter falls off. Holy shit. I don't even know what to what's say. What's your what's your meal the night before? Like pasta? Are you like carb loading or are you going like steak? You're not going like tacos Chris is shaking or anything. Her head. <laughs> Nothing special. Nothing heavy or spicy. Mm. You're yeah. not a big spice guy, are you? Here and there. Okay. Mm. What's your so favorite what's your favorite meal? Oh man. What is your I'm favorite food? Blooded America American steak, obviously. Oh fuck yeah. Steak and potatoes. <laughs> nice. That's uh, Saturday night at our camp. Sunday night. <clears throat> All right, I'll be oh, there. Oh, Sunday night. Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, if Sunday, you come, Sunday, if you come up Saturday Sunday. night, you're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> no, sa- yeah, you're right. Sunday night. Saturday night's burger night. So yeah. Sunday night steak night. Yeah. If at you our come camp. up to kind of, we'll, we'll definitely have a steak. Ribeyes. Yeah. I got a ribeye with your name on it. Mm. Remind me. And Krista. Don't bring like the whole. Don't bring too, the right? whole team. We don't <laughs> don't. No, don't bring the whole team. We can't afford to feed all of you. <laughs> and I guarantee you, about after the race, no, before. before. Okay. This will be. There'll be plenty of bourbon the Sunday too, night so before the race. Come on up. Oh, Hammertown Heights. Like, we'll, we'll give you the password. You were in Hammertown Heights, probably. Yeah, she. Yeah, for you guys. Yeah, they're way cooler than we are. Yeah, Fuck. come I on. Forgot. They are Hammertown Heights. We are Hammertown Heights estates. <laughs> Estates. That's the only way we could designate. We have HOA fees. Yeah, we have a sign, but we don't have a chain link fence. Is it neon? Damn near. Maybe. Dan- LED? Yes. Oh, shit. Mm. Yes. LED. So when you say Hammertown Heights, are you talking about inside the fences? No, or outside we're, not, the we're fences? not cool enough to be inside okay. the fence, yeah. Randy. Okay. We're not a three-time king, okay? <laughs> we're just a simple Soon little podcast. <laughs> simple little 4600. We're outside. We're just, we can see you guys inside the fence. Right. So you're right there by the three wheeler track. We are. We are literally we are right, right next up, to right up above the, the street. We are neighbors. We had people parking in our campsite to go yes, to the three the to the ultra three north north northwest. Yeah, northwest. Okay. Shit, yeah. is that right? I have no direction up there. My neighbor here, Chris Borwick, and his whole crew were directly north. Okay. Sounds like you were maybe just above. We were just, a, yeah, we were just above. We'll them. make sure you find us. I feel like Chris was north <laughs> of Hammertown Heights, and then the Wixes were just north. We're all kind of in the same. The Wicks aren't in Hammertown. No. Not in Hammertown, but right outside. They have a pit in, but they're always <clears throat> when you come down Boone and the firewood Wood. guys there, yeah. you turn and you go that main drag along the fence line, and they're always on the right, right before it turns. On the left, sorry, right before it turns right. They're yeah, like see, right there. See, they're on the left, and then you turn right and go up a little bit, and that's where we are. Yeah, we're yeah. at that intersection. It is funny. I mean, you look at that desert right now. There's nothing out there. There's a couple tents up right now. Yeah. Get ready. You can still follow the for Hammertown, but but it's like no matter how busy that desert gets, that main road starts. It's like oh, take a right at the firewood. It's gonna Y off. You either go left or right at the Y, <laughs> and we're to the right up the hill. Boone 
out, baby. It's so funny. Ten days. This, this thing it's is going to be fun. It is. Actually, it is nine always days. fun. Nine days, Boone Road. So do you get nervous at all when you're like at the start finish line? I mean, like most people that are like a big whatever. You've done this several times. So, I mean. Yeah, I've done it more than most. The day that you don't get, you know, some people say the day that I don't get nervous, the day I stop. But <laughs> are you nervous sitting on that start finish line waiting for that flag to go? I hate the start line. Um, it's just you always second guess, you know, there's 150 things that can go wrong that day. And you're trying to figure out which one it is that's going to take you out. So, so are you that? I mean, are you in there just like doing this checklist in your mind as you're, you, the cars are inching up to the, and you're probably one of the first to go off the line. But it's like, you know, okay, we topped off fuel. You're doing this mental checklist of like, I tightened that brake line. I, I, <clears throat> I did this. I, no, it's not so much that. It's okay. just like, what's it going to be this year? You yeah, know? Okay. Just always, it seems like there's, some little gremlin that, it, that right. gets you. But, right. Um, mostly just anxious, you know, let's go. I hate, I hate the hurry up and wait thing. Right. You know? They harass us to be there and then um, gentlemen start your engines and then they parade us for right. a few feet and we're scrambling trying to get our, all of our gear on and then they shut everybody down to do the national anthem and I should know all these things by now. Right. I'm, rattling it off but you freak out because gentlemen start your engines and i'm like i'm not even plugged in yet you know <clears throat> i'm not ready to go and then i don't really need to be ready to go it's it's painful i wish they wouldn't do that to us but yeah um anyway just you got to get in there so that's sitting in Hammertown in your row right and it, that seems i mean that's a long time and that as it a spec that's why you want to be pole as a <laughs> Yeah, as a spectator, that is one of the coolest aspects of being able, you know, to get that close to drive. I mean, I go in and, you know, you can fist pump drivers, Hell you know, yeah. and be right next to their car and you can see they're getting in the zone. And and I, I, I mean, that is one of the coolest mornings to be up in Hammertown. Sometimes it's the coldest morning. And coldest morning, exactly. <laughs> Literally. Totally worth it. You know, we wake up, <clears throat> uh, we wake up in our campers and it's like you can almost smell the race fuel and you're just like, let's do this. Yeah, man, and you're you walking know? past all these cars and then of course, you know, everybody's warming up their diffs and stuff and got heaters on them or they're spinning, you know, yep. got the engine. Yep, yep. Uh, anticipation on, is on, palpable. Yeah, it is. You could I mean it's like you can cut the the tension with a knife. I mean it's good tension, but it's like it's so freaking cool being in Hammertown that that morning of the big race oh, and, yeah. and and just looking eye to eye. I mean, you're literally feet away from these these drivers, you know, you and you can go down the whole freaking list. Right. And it's just it's super surreal for a spectator to be able to be that close, where as NASCAR or any of these other races you know, you're watching from the grandstands. You you can't get that close to the action. No, well, right before race, spectators. But you and I are going to be media. Well, that's all right. That's whatever. But still, spectators get that media yeah. feel I mean, in Hammertown once they cross. You know the going on to the track into the short course. The tire. It's media only <laughs> at that point, and and drivers, but. You know, that prior to anybody, anybody can go there. And I, I mean, that is my favorite hour of. Dude, I see you running down the street. I do. I get up. I get up. I, I am more excited. King of the Hammers 
4400 race morning than I ever was at, at Christmas morning. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, it is so like, freaking cool. Where's the, Jason? You, Always high fiving all the drivers. He's no, down there. you do. You feel that. You feel that you're just part of the experience, and it's got to be cool. Um, and, and, and just being that close to the action and anybody yeah. can do it. You don't Absolutely. have to be media. You don't have to be anybody. And hopefully I'm nobody it, it and I'm changed. getting to experience it. So, yeah. So anyways, that's super cool. You're rolling onto the track and then, yeah, you're, you, I mean, here's the three time King going, okay, what's going to get me today? What's going to get me today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just can't wait for the flag to drop. <clears throat> Once the flag drops, it's, you know, business as usual. You're in the zone. Yep. That, that's what I like that to do. First, that first jump. Well, why is your wife laughing right now? Are you, are you, do you talk during the race? Not yeah, at all? Yeah, she, she's not on comms? Oh, you don't talk. Okay. No. Uh, what, uh, so do you chatter a lot with your co-dog, or is it pretty much just shut yeah, up? Yeah, we talk work? quite a bit. A lot of it is just, you know, turn left, turn right stuff, and, and when he's doing that, I don't... I don't have a whole lot to say a lot of the time. Um, but sometimes we'll just get off on a tangent, you know, telling stories. So you will get off on, on some funny stuff and just, <laughs> yep. just to, you're out there doing. We need to get a mic in these. For oh, I know. Time. It'd be so good um, to get some of these conversations. Get the equipment. Plug us in. <laughs> I'm How do we saying, do that? We've, we've got the am. comms. All you guys got to do is put the GoPro on there with the cables. We can make it charge oh, the whole time. Do you time. imagine? I mean, so we got like 10 cars. and I mean, We just start with one with, with the Doing cable. 100 miles an hour across the desert. And it's like, yeah. What do you, what do you think of that, uh, the, that new movie? The in-car <laughs> stuff. You know, some of the movies Will did back in the day. Some of the in-car stuff is hilarious. Oh, priceless. The, the stuff that the guys are bantering about and... And, you know, that's a lot of what we talk about is what's going on during the race. And you get, the race goes on so long, you, you peak and then, you know, it gets boring and slow and then, sure. and then you start racing somebody and you peak again. And it's, it's a real ro- roller coaster ride out there. I got to imagine though, there's, there's times when you're out there and it's, yeah, it's getting like the coming down the peak and you're like, okay, you know, we're, we've got another four hours to go or whatever and things are going good, whatever. But I mean, you're out there maybe by yourself or maybe with some other cars and, and I got to imagine the, as long as you've been in it as seeing somebody and you're like, oh, here's so-and-so and oh, we're going to go pass his ass or, you know, that car's a Nerf POS em. or whatever. I mean, there's got to be some great oh, yeah. cars. There's all kinds of banter. <laughs> so is there, when you're in the desert sections where you're just pedal to the metal um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, we talked about this pre-show, but I'm thinking that we're going to see Buck 40 this year. The Buck 40 on an Ultra 4 car, 4,400 class. 140 miles an hour in the desert. In the desert. That's that's my call. But having said that, when you're in the desert, are you you're not are you just concentrating on driving because shit's real, or are you still bantering, or are you is a banter more in the rocks, or are you just like holy shit, I'm doing a Buck 30 right now and I need to concentrate. I would say as the speeds go up, the the banter probably goes down, you know, because you're focused more on what's going on. Right. Um, and the speeds that you're talking about are very, very short-lived. You know, you do a quick blast across the lake bed, and you, Emerson, might, yeah. you might hit 100. You know, sometimes we'll – I think I've done 125 in one of the races. I think that was my top. 
wow. to be during an actual Ultra Four King Hammers race. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think when you said 140, I was trying to pick a car that would be capable of that. Um, these portal cars, Lauren's car and, and Cody's car, I don't think those cars are capable of that. No, huh? I think there's too much parasitic loss of the gear train. I think, I think, um, they would let the smoke out. There'd be a lot of hot rod gravy if they tried to go 140 <laughs> miles an hour. Hot rod hot gravy. Hot rod gravy. <clears throat> wow, I, think, I don't uh, think I've ever heard that before. That's a Tom Ways. <laughs> that's Tom Ways. Hot, hot rod that gravy. That would sound like a Tom Ways quote. So when you, hot rod gravy. When, when you pull the diff cover and it's just metal and and water and oil. 250 weight oil. Yeah, that's hot rod gravy. That's nice. hot rod gravy. How's that and going? Hot, you can have hot rod gravy biscuits? in your motor. You can right. have hot rod gravy in the transmission. <laughs> um, you can have hot rod gravy in any gear train. But so you're you're disagreeing so, with me for a buck forty. Well, yeah, because so, you are the the foremost uh, authority think, on speed in the KOH. I think uh, on a good day, Tom Ways might be able to get that speed. Uh, I think Jason Shear has the potential to go that fast. Ford power. Um, I. I'm not sure who else would be who I would point to. Okay. Those, those independent cars, the four-wheel independent portal cars, I don't believe that's possible. Okay. So we'll let's see. talk about independent over solid axle real quick. Your thoughts. Go. <clears throat> um, loaded question. Loaded <laughs> it question. Is. Well, no, it's just opinions. I'm a simple-minded man, and I like my simple solid axle. Shit works. <laughs> um it rock crawls better. Uh, I get through the desert pretty well. The independent cars do it smoother, um, but in so many aspects, they're just too complicated, and they they always end up having some kind of problems. And in years past, I've said that you know, like earlier Campbell IFS cars and earlier cars that Shear had, and this and that. Um the independent suspension isn't causing the issue directly. They're not failing. They're not losing CVs or breaking A-arms. It's the confidence that that system gives the driver to where he can kill the transmission or the mm. motor or the rear drive line or whatever it so is. So overdrive the car. They're overdriving the car because of the confidence that they're given through that system, is my opinion. Yeah, and, 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 and all the moving parts, right? Just more stuff to fail, go wrong, whatever. Definitely more parts. But Did you see that exploded view? Yeah. <laughs> that picture of Lauren's car with sure. all the bits and pieces out? You know, you got a gear a gearbox at every wheel. Yeah. You've got all these CVs, and it's, it's gnarly. So the cars what, have got to be gotta, crazy I, heavy. I got to be honest. I mean, I watched, the, there was a video of Lauren Healy uh, trail testing on, I guess it was on the gram. It was on the gram. I don't know if he was down at, at Johnson Valley or where he was at, but um, man, it uh, stuck on sledgehammer winching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Downhill, but it so, got it. It looked. I'm going to be honest with you. It looked like an ATV or an, a side by side. I'm like, it just didn't look. It didn't look. The beef didn't. Well, I didn't see the beef. Right. I'm just saying. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? The 42 wow, inch tires made the beef look small. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so what? What, in your opinion, Randy, where is their advantage having independent front, independent rear, IFS, you know, fully uh, independent? And where are your advantages with with solid axle? The four-wheel independent, when each tire um, 
encounters um, obstacles. It doesn't affect the other tire. It's an independent, indi- excuse sure. me, I'm <clears throat> independently suspended tire, each one. So when my front tire hits something on the driver's side, it affects the passenger front tire. Right. Um, you end up with uh, less unsprung weight on an independent car, which um, sprung to unsprung weight ratio is very important. Um, but my solid axle has a lot of articulation. Um, the car weighs probably a thousand, maybe two thousand pounds less than some of these other cars. It's much more of a rock crawler inspired car that's evolved into being a race car, where a lot of these new vintage race cars are are just monsters, and <clears throat> they really they're really out of their element in the big rocks, in my opinion. Yeah. So rock crawling, you have the advantage with solid axle. Jason Shears' guy was telling me at the end of the race this last year after I won. He said, in their pit strategy, Jason says, we know that Randy's going to put three to seven minutes per rock trail on me. And how many, how much time do I need to make up on him in the desert? Okay. And he can't do that. He cannot make the up that time. math doesn't work out. I'm, what was that, three to seven minutes? Three to seven minutes that's per trail. That's interesting. That's a, big, a great stat. That's a big stat. Yeah. I mean, you kidding me? I mean, there's, what, three desert sections, right? So that's 15, I mean... Uh, nine to 21 minutes over the period of the whole race, right? Well, that they would, no, there's several rock trails, but there's, there's only a, a that desert section. But I, I know, so, but I'm just saying that there's only in the rock, in the desert sections, they have between nine minutes and 20, 21 yeah. minutes they can make up. I think it's not much. No, there's not much. There's, I think, just, you know, if you're, it's, it's amazing one, how these top teams have sat there and, and gone, you know, they got mathematicians figuring out how much fuel they're going to burn, blah, 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 all these statistics, which is great and yep. helps the whole operation. But that's an interesting statistic. Three, three to seven minutes in the rock trails that they have to make up. There's not enough enough desert to make up that time on the rock trails, in my opinion, at King of the Hammers. Well, yeah. I mean, right. The math doesn't work. Right. The so, whole stat thing is interesting to me. I don't pay any attention to any of that. Like Amber's got the map um, notes, the, the pre cheat sheet. Uh, right. Well, the, what am I trying to say? Help yeah. me out. Yeah. She's, she's got go the, Amber. The leak sheet. Yeah. The, the leak, leak sheet. So the, of, of how many miles to this pit and that pit. So you don't, you don't, she's got the leak sheet. I don't care. You don't even you don't even look at that. What I need to focus on is bring a good prepped race car to the track and go racing because anything can happen and me knowing all the little nuances of the mileage and this that and the other thing it doesn't matter. So the you, you don't calculate fuel usage or any of well, that. Well, for okay. sure. When we get there and we start pre-running, mm-hmm. we, you know, we go through that whole drill, but <clears throat> it's not important to me as part of my pre-race prep to worry worry about about what the racetrack is the racetrack will be there when i get there they probably don't know what it is right now honestly yeah they probably don't know yet it's not my problem right so i just make sure that i've got a good car and i've done my homework as far as running trails and prepping and getting seat time and doing my race car stuff so what i'm hearing is like a funnel it's like okay right now you're like okay i gotta work on the car get it dialed in but as you get closer to race day you get a little bit more detailed on your details of 
There has to be a certain amount of details, sure. but I'm not out there making lists. Down to a Nat's ass. Yeah. yeah. I love Nat's it. Ass. I freaking love it. It's just... So is, is your, yeah, well, is, cowboy it, man. Is your co-dog cowboy. Cap- yeah, cowboy. Is your co-dog capable of running a couple miles back to Hammertown to bring gas back? Oof. Is that Jason? <laughs> yes, <Burger>? he is. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is kick his ass all the way out there. That's great. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that was so. Last year, I had to leave. Um, Hammer, uh, the king of the hammers early. Would they almost stop the race because of you? I know they did, and that and I felt good about that. No, fuck you. But I was watching it from home, and uh, when I saw, you probably saw more there. I, yeah, did, yeah, saw, right. I saw a shitload. But when I saw Jason Shear run out of gas and and Burger, oh yeah, Burger the into, Iron Man. I was like, holy shit, that's legit. <laughs> you know, he got back to Hammertown and he freaking grabbed you know gas cans and strapped them to his back and then freaking hoofed it back out to to to, to the car. It's like that. That was that was no joke. That so was- previous to my win in twenty one, my last one was in fifteen and. And in 15, my brother Mike Slauson was riding with me. And we ran out of um, gas coming back into remote pit one, coming towards it. We were somewhere around a mile out. Mm. And that's never happened to me before. I've never run out of gas during a race. All my friends laugh at me for running out of gas everywhere else. But (laughs) um, So my brother hoofed it and was able to get back to the pit. And he's screaming for gas. Finally... Somebody's like, here you go. Here's five gallons. And he's, Shit. he's like, I, I want two gallons. I don't want five gallons. And he's looking for somewhere to pour it out. Or, <laughs> and there's all these cameras and the helicopter. <laughs> so he runs holding this thing in front of him, five gallons, and it's venting in his face. And oh. He's freaking getting high on gas fumes. And he gets back to the car. <clears throat> and so obviously we, we won the race. The reason it ran out of gas is our um, O2 sensors fouled, and the thing oh, was getting less than a mile a gallon. Oh. And we were in the Rock Canyons running trails with a, a tailwind and just choking <laughs> ourselves out in the oh, cab because no. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so rich. Yeehaw! Well, I hope the brain damage was worth it for, for Mike. Yeah. <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up? Yeah. <laughs> I was selling Amber. I didn't bring enough fuel to the race to to finish but everybody chipped in all of the you know all the all the guys on the sidelines wondered where their extra gas was but we so burned, you said you're getting a Ford. mile a gallon something like that it's like a ford nice oh look at him try and get his dig in nice <laughs> it's like a nice ford. try chris nice it's try true. cummins get much better it's true it's true it's true dick oh those are the, nice here we go don't serve chris any more alcohol he's done yes sir Obviously, the rod and hammers is treating him well. Yeah, yeah, the rod and hammers, the last bit of rod and hammers. So, thank you, Ultra Four Jones. Yeah, Ultra Four Jones. Uh, they need another case here at the Bummer Fab. Hey, Kevin, you need to come up here and check this place out. Yeah, he would. He would be drooling right now. I mean, his his garage doesn't suck, but this is uh, this is a whole other level. So, um, here we are. We're days away. Ten days. You've, You've got a lot of work to do, Amber. Looking over here at the car, it just looks like it. It does look like it. So let's, let's let's. So what this. do you think? Well, how many? How much more? How many more hours do you have on that? All of Randy's there? cars are on wheels. Yeah. Let's go with the number sixty-nine. Sixty-nine hours. That's a good number. <laughs> nice. Where'd wow. you pull that number out of? Not gonna ask anymore. Not gonna. Not gonna. That's my favorite. 
And uh, uh, Randy's getting, uh, he's he's definitely super close here. No, he said he was going to disassemble his whole car and like no, start from scratch. No, it's already ready to go. Well, I want to give everybody else a chance. So we're yeah. going to take it completely apart and put it back together. <laughs> take some pictures. Take it apart. Post it on the put web. It in the trailer, put it back unassembled together. And assemble it on the Do it for the gram, exactly. There have been other years that I've raced when the car hasn't run or driven yet. What's what's today? The tenth, eleventh, fifteenth, fifteenth. Oh, it's the fifteenth. <laughs> giving up days. Holy I didn't know. shit! Goes, Wait a minute, we got to get serious now. <laughs> so, fun fact: in 20, 20, I guess it was thirteen, twenty thirteen, leading up to King of the Hammers, the car um, was on the dyno the fifteenth in January. Okay, for the first time, that was the first day that it ran. And then the next day we shock tuned and then we took it back to the shop and worked on a whole bunch of other, you know, window nets and various things to meet tech and stuff. And then, you know, all the little leaks and all the little clearance issues and all the little bullshit. But the car won that year in 13. Um, in 14, we did the same thing. We built another car and it was pretty much down to the exact same program. Middle of the month, we're on the dyno and, um, we didn't have as good a luck that year, but um, the car was so fast. I was really pumped on it, even though we had a ton of problems. We pin- finished uh, ninth or something like that, and we brought it back in 15 and one with that car. So we so. shall see. Those, both of those cars, both those stories, we started um, like Thanksgiving time building from straight tubing on the wall, um, you know, bending, notching all so, by hand. Thanksgiving. Too. So it was basically six weeks from from starting bending tubes from nothing through the holidays from nothing to to on the dyno to go to, racing. So I mean, you need to understand that. I mean, the listeners, our listeners, are sitting here going, "Holy shit, this guy sells a car." I mean, because I'm fairly confident that this car is going to be for sale. <laughs> You might buy it, Chris, if we get I, you I drunk enough I, on uh, Hammer Night when he rolls across the finish shit. line first. Is that a challenge? I think it is. I don't have enough credit limit. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Hashtag Chris money. <laughs> right. But I mean, the, the point I'm trying to you make. You can figure out how to use this on the golf course for sure. You said you had, <laughs> an implement. You said you an had implement. a $400,000 per year do you, budget. Do you think for, this thing, a I golf do, course. It's, it's a spray rig, right? Exactly. It can be a spray rig. I mean, does it have a low range? Let's You're going to go turf tires go one on mile per hour. Everybody oh needs a 600 horsepower spray rig. I mean, exactly. shit, for, for real, right? Yeah. We'll so, mount some <laughs> golf clubs on the back. Here it is. It'll be fine. So, I mean, I'm what? Just, Dude, the, the can you imagine to... what guys would pay if they could go golfing and use that as the oh, golf cart? Oh, as their golf cart? Well, Levi Shirley did that. Yeah, he did. He, he did has that a video. Well. Did you see the video? No. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he, he, he had a golf ball with a helmet on, which is pretty impressive. He, a, he did. He did a golf that ball with a helmet. Do you play golf? Uh, I call it cow pasture pool. So yeah, that, well, it pretty much is. <laughs> that tells you my level. I I think. Mean, uh, but you know, Jason's what I would call a natural. He could not play golf for nine months out of the year, and he still would go shoot sixty-five. Yeah, but uh, for nine holes, for <laughs> bullshit. That's that's me on uh, nine. But the, what I'm trying to get across here is that the fact that you start from scratch with tube 
and and six months later, or four months later, six weeks later, or six, six weeks, weeks later, later you're Chris. driving, you're you're on the lake bed racing a car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, holy shit! Not even six weeks. I think that the forty eight hundred car was built in two. <laughs> right. We had a little bit of a head start on that one when we went back to work on it, but that was a pretty good thrash. I mean, but still, I mean, that's just. I mean, yes, this shop is epic. It's like well equipped. And when I walked in earlier today and I saw the new lathe and of course this insane freaking Miller welder, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, you're you're equipped. This is place is set up and then of course the only rig that's not sitting on its tires is Ambrose. Taking up my hoist. <laughs> yeah, taking up the whole hoist over here. Was, was no, that was that that hoist wasn't here last year when we were last no. I, I, I'm positive it wasn't here. I couldn't swear either way. I don't think it was. It wasn't I, here. So that that's real. That's new since we've been And the here. big speakers up on the wall weren't there either. No, they were no, there. Those were definitely I, there. Oh, they I were? I remember the big speakers and the they heater. Were definitely there. But this, this shop is, uh, and then, of course, we're going to show pictures to all of our listeners of the 4448 Bomber, which they've all seen, but... We're going to have to come back in uh, the spring when the new four-time. <laughs> don't King. jinx me. No, don't jinx him. Don't jinx him. Where's a block of wood? What hey, you ready? were just looking up at my wall of, of yeah. panels. So if you look all the way at the top, the number is 248. Yes, sir. So my 48 car, my 4848 number has been taken over by another racer. Um, and he didn't want to share, so... Um, this year the 48 car is going to be 248. Oh, nice. You're, you're not 48, 48 this year? Not 48, 48. Oh, shit. Oh, Who's really? Who's 48, 48? I have no idea. How, wait a minute. How is that even possible for the king to lose his number? Well, <clears throat> I haven't raced since 17 in 48, so. Yeah. Oh. You're, these things happen. I got you. Okay, we're talking 4800 class. Okay, so you're 248 in 4800 class. Correct. I like it. Going back to your roots. Yep. So we're going to be bringing back old faithful. Yeah. Looking, I'm. I'm looking for it. So you're going to be racing Friday and Saturday. You're not doing a side by side race this year. No golf carts. No, just the two races. I think okay. two will be enough. And are you still, uh, you know, doing the dirt bike? Uh, pre, you know, keeping your physical phys, <laughs> phys, physique up with the dirt bikes and whatnot. I have not been riding as much as I should. I still have a couple of really nice KTM's and. And I do ride occasionally, but I've, I've got, when you have to make time for it and load up and go out, I used to do it a lot, but now that I have it at my back door, I can literally go across the street and ride anytime I want. <laughs> well, then I'm that's spoiled. no joke. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, it'll be nicer tomorrow. It's always nicer tomorrow. <laughs> it's so. always nicer tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah. It's either too wet or it's too dry or it's too hot or it's too cold or shit. So you're spoiled. KOH prep, just, uh, you know, building cars and making it happen. Listen These cowboys, this whole thing. I love it. Shoot now, is hip. Derek, is Derek uh, riding uh, 4,800? I mean, I'm sorry, Dustin. Dustin. Dustin yeah. is riding in the 44 car. My brother Mike's riding in the 44. Okay, car. so so Mike's going to be Bring Mike the... back. Nice. I'm okay. A, so I'm looking forward to meeting Mike. We'll have to come down to your pit and check it out. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Mike's a good dude. Yeah. Cool. Mike's been <clears throat> playing around this year in the desert quite a bit. He's been down in Mexico a couple times pre-running with Cam Steele. Oh, uh-huh. Um, he's got 
couple, probably at least a couple thousand miles at this point in with Cam Steele. Oh, wow. And then he also co-drove with Jason at the Mexico. I can't even begin to say the name of the race, but the Ultra 4 race in Mexico this year. El Rey de El, las Bajas. Adeler, yeah. You're talking yeah. Jason Shearer? Yes. Worse than I've had. Yeah. Jason invited me to ride, and I was like, man, I'm flattered, but I've already signed up to race with Justin Wicks. So, um, <laughs> nice. That's right. That's right. Doing that program. And then I said, you know what? Who would do a better job than I would? It's my brother, Mike. There you go. So they end up doing that. Right cool. on. You know, it's so fun to, to see all the different relationships that have developed over the over the years between all the different race car drivers and teams and co-dogs and whatnot. So, I mean, are we looking at um, how is this going to shake out with with uh, Justin Wicks? Is he going to drive the car this year? Yeah, oh, yeah. Is that is that the deal there? Yep. I, I mean, I know he was given – Giving rise to everybody up there at uh, Meadow Lake last summer, and that was you. You partook in that, didn't you? It was freaking awesome. <laughs> Dude, that kid can drive. Getting yeah, super that cool. Kid can drive. Yeah, he can drive. Um, definitely want to keep your eyes on him. Um, but it, it's it is cool. And uh, going back to what you said, you know, the whole camaraderie of this Ultra Four, which we've talked about on this podcast a thousand times. Yep. Um, is is great and. Um, you know, we alluded to it earlier where Randy's building cars that people are racing side by side with them, you know, right. Your competition. Um, so it begs the question, Randy, I mean, how much are you talking to like the shears, the Healy's, the, are you guys all the Kings talking to one another or is Miller's it, do you have like a separate little, little text channel that you guys text on <laughs> or is it, or is the it King, the yeah, King channel? Yeah, the memes of KOH, like who, who's really behind the memes of KOH, but no, it's like, you know, how much do you, you guys talk or is and share information or stuff. I'm just hiding out out here. Yeah. you. He's in Nevada. You guys don't talk like, smack with each other? People are knocking on the door and Randy's over here welding and just doing his thing. Nobody's home. Just under my welding hood, minding yeah. my own business, trying to make a buck. Right. So there's, there's no, there's not uh, all this interaction between behind the scenes going on. <laughs> yeah, I just no, I'm not part of it. You're not part of it. Interesting. Yep. I mean, no, I mean, that's that's good. He does. You guys remember program. a few years ago when um, Eric burnt one of my flyers after I won, and then I don't remember Campbell's that. were. It, it was all just these goofy little videos of you know, basically the targets on your back were coming for you uh -huh. type of stuff. Campbell's pretending they were. Super fancy hanging out by the pool. With oh, the I remember that one. I remember that one. They had like the, the girls there, the models. Yeah, the monster and stuff. Yeah. girls. Yeah, the monster girls. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just mind my own business. There's no there's no flashy stuff here. It just it, it, Randy steps up and does his deal. I love it. <laughs> it's all about there's business. No smoke and mirrors. No. What you see is what you get. It's down to business. Take it or leave it. Yeah, take it or leave it. Getting down to business. Cowboy. Yippee Kaye, mofos. <laughs> This is my operation. Shoot from the hip. That's right. But, the but I mean, you know, you're super humble. And, I mean, you could be that all that in a bag of chips attitude of you've, you've built a, a, a reputation. One, uh, three-time king, uh, bomber fabrication. Everybody's like, okay, bomber car can do anything, blah, blah, blah. So, um, but I, I love it that you're humble and you're just down to your roots and you are who you are. And that's... And you let Just us make hang it happen. out in your shop. 
Yeah, and you let Chris in your shop and drink all your bourbon. Is that his bourbon? That was, it was here. Yeah. Well, see? It, oh, it, shit. It see? Hey, Kevin, can you send <laughs> That's him That's what I said. <laughs> Welcome to the... Fuck. How much so, bourbon did you bring, Chris? A lot. Yeah, of nothing. A lot of dollars. Yeah, it's just anyway. like a do- typical Dodge owner. You know, just shows up at the party. Should have seen these guys down at the Men and Meat in Delhi yeah. shopping, yeah. finding <laughs> expensive bottles that they... Where's that Weller? Bring that Weller in. I don't think I can drink any. No, go bring it in. We gotta, we gotta try <laughs> some of that Weller. You I got, you gotta I, taste I will, it at least. I gotta drive yeah, because you just killed that. They're they're rotten hammers. I'm sure there's a case sitting over in the back. Maybe not. Yeah, two <laughs> bottles. Bottle. <laughs> and they're both gone now. Two bottles and they're both gone now. So Holy Amber shit! Just Kevin, step up, dude. Set us up. I mean, Chris, can, step up, man. Yeah. Fuck. What hammers? Uh, we are fully loaded. I brought some nice bourbon tonight. No, I, and we'll be loaded at but, King of the Hammers. If you come up to our camp, well, they're going to be their steak night for sure. Toga, toga, Tuesday toga. night toga. Shit, toga. <laughs> We're not too far from each other, so we'll definitely be hanging out. Yeah. So what else? What else do we need to cover that we didn't cover? No. Go, my, Randy. My crew chief, Nick. Um, oh, Nick Bailey. He came down. He was here last year. Avalanche Technical. Yeah. He was here at the last uh, Podcast 99. He came down and helped me with the little technical difficulty with the air compressor and the VFD, so I gave him the other bottle of Rod and Hammer. Oh, okay. Did you little, say VFD? Little, yeah, variable frequency, frequency drive. Frequency drive. You know what that is, Chris. Where, where's that at? Well, I have one over here and one over there and one out there on the compressor. Holy shit, you're high tech. Fancy. <laughs> Fuck. How do you think we so I didn't right? know Nick was into electrical stuff. He's way more into it than I am. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Variable frequency drive. Yeah. yeah pump, my pump stations have that. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty slick deal. Way better than old rotary. So that's for your, to run your, your lathes and mills and all that I stuff. I lathe and my mill are both um, three phase. Three phase, yeah. And yes, sir. new compressor that and I And the got. air compressor is three phase, yeah. Nice. Pulling well, a lot of amps. Amps. One point or two point one gigawatts. One point twenty one. Oh, it's one point twenty one gigawatts. That's right. Either you no, want to give any shout outs to your sponsors? Them. Yes, you do. You're wearing BFG, a king hat. King shocks. Sweet. Oh man. The list <laughs> well, goes on and BFG on. Again. Bulldog winches. Um Bulldog Winch, CBR, J E Real, Axial, PRP, Maximum Transmissions, Factor fifty five. Trail ready, I think I already said them. Um, PCI, G and J aircraft, PRP designs, PRP seats, BF Goodrich, BFG. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, I also have, um, man, I'm so bad on the spot. Torco oil. All right. And there you go. Amber, you got any sponsors you want to shout out? Are you still with Jesse Combs Foundation? Still with Jesse Combs. Well, have another bourbon. You got to give me a minute. Okay. So um, still with Jesse Combs Foundation. Okay. They're a sponsor this year. Um, Warren has stepped up a lot. Awesome. Um, Factor 55, of course. Cool. That was a slur. Factor 55. (laughs) Use your words. You want to buy a vowel? (laughs) Your your adult words. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, another one that I I picked up this year was BFG, and I'm super super excited to be a, with yeah. BFG. Yeah. Nice. Hello. 
on with the king. Tires are not Biggest. cheap. <laughs> no, they're not cheap. No. 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 There you are. Not going to say what Christian just said, but yes. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> what uh, are you running those on beadlocks then? Yes, on um sidetracked off-road beadlocks. Yeah. Sweet. Yes, he's out of Folsom. He's got those beadlocks. They're Sweet. in stock. Okay. And then um, a solar. Yeah, Calson Construction. They're my <laughs> title sponsor this year. Hello. Yes. That's I'm huge. I'm super proud to be on with that sponsor and they threw some great serious friend. ducats at you. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That helps. Super excited with them. Because racing's not cheap. No. Even though it's Suzuki Samurai. <laughs> wow. The cheapest race car on the lake bed, but nonetheless. So is this your third KOH? Yes. Third KOH. Third and, KOH. Third and what's cool, I got to tell you a story, and I, I think I told you this before, but when we were media a couple years ago, and uh, in the media tent... They have, you know, these hot sheets or whatever hot you want to call sheets, them. Like exactly. Things, yes. Things. These are these are hot stories. Things you need to follow. And you were on there, Amber Turner, Suzuki Samurai. And check we, her out. We were covering you. And we we knew you then, and we know you now. We and still. It, it's basically all bullet points off of Ultra Four drivers' profiles. Yes. So here's a shout out, all you Ultra Four drivers out there. Update your profiles. You need to update your profiles for sure. For exactly. sure. Because uh, media, if they don't know, they don't know. That's right. So, And, and we, that's where we get a lot of our information from because we get daily emails. But it, it's a great that. story. And it's, you know, the, the, you know, the little Suzuki that could. And, it does. And, and it gains so much attention. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a great story. Hell yeah. And and you and your fabrication skills and now here at Bomber Fab, how this has all come together uh, this year. I mean, that's a pretty freaking cool story. Yeah, uh, proud of you of what you've done and um, how how you've progressed in the sport and uh, the people that you've brought together too. Uh, you know, through different sponsors and I mean, it's it's just this whole sport is super super cool. Um, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you were racing, but you were out there racing. It's not a Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Ouch. Nice. I'd still race a Toyota. Justin Reese is going to win. Yeah, Justin Reese is going to be mad. But, <laughs> but um, you know, no, it is. It's, it's, it's so cool, this whole community, and there's so much, you know, we can make fun of each other, but at the end of the day, around the campfire, we're all... Uh, you know, we're all cheers in our beers and, and bourbons and uh, hopefully not Trulies or White Claws. Oh, God. Oh, come but, on. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, in, it's in, fine. In, in, in it's the feed fine. off of that, I mean, we know that everybody's going to help everybody on the, on the racetrack. I mean, you hear about it every year about this person loaned a drive shaft to that person or somebody loaned fuel to that, this person or helped – Another guy changes tires or whatever, you know. I just want to see everybody else do better than I do. Well, wow, that's it. We want to see everybody do well or great. I don't think Randy has that same Not sentiment. Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Randy doesn't have the same so, sentiment. That's okay. We're in a different class. But I mean, that, that's the thing. So you know, on on that note, thank you so much for allowing us to come to the hangar today, this evening, and and talk to both of you. Super cool. Um, Any final thoughts? Final, well, final thoughts? I, I just want to know how people want to get a hold of us, Jason. Uh, they can't. They can't? We're untouchable now. 
Lorenzo. We've interviewed a three-time king twice. We're untouchable. I still have more podcast episodes than Uncle Amber, Amber has more podcasts. Jesus, there you go. No, hit us up on the, the gram, Wheeler Wine & Whiskey. Of course, uh, Jason or Chris or Lorenzo at wheelerwineandwhiskey.com. That's right. Uh, you know, if you want to become a patron, go ahead, throw us a few bucks. We'll spend it on bourbon. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You know, but uh, yeah, it's been awesome ride. Uh, so freaking cool to sit down with the two of you this evening. Uh, days before hammers and uh, ten days. Randy's cu- cool as a cucumber right now, just like rolling into hammers. Too uh, cool. Yeah, no, too cool for school. Too it's all good. Oh, too cool for school. So, anything else, Randy? You're just sitting there, just ready to have another bourbon. I appreciate you guys coming up. It was fun chatting as usual. Absolutely fun hanging out with you today. Fun hanging out with you, Amber. Um, <laughs> And uh, I think with that, Chris. I got nothing, but I just want to say we're out. We're out.